Welcome to the Modern Mommy Dog Podcast. I'm Dr. Whitney Caceres. I'm a full-time pediatrician and a full-time modern mom. I speak and write about equipping mamas to raise resilient, healthy children and to invest in their own social-emotional health along the way. Each week, we'll give you the practical tools you need to win at parenting without losing yourself. everybody. Welcome back to the Modern Mommy Doc podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about something really, really deep and personal to me. So I'm hoping that you'll bear with me because I think that this is something that all of us deal with as moms and that we don't talk enough about. And that the reason we feel this way is because of misogyny, honestly. And that sometimes you think you've done so much work in this area. And then you talk to someone who's really close to you and knows you super well. And you realize, wow, I have a lot of work to continue doing. So I'm going to share a very personal story today in hopes that it resonates with you and helps you like it helped me. My daughter, my oldest daughter, many of you know, if you listen to this podcast, is neurodivergent. And that means her brain is wired differently. She thinks in a way that's different than other people. She becomes overwhelmed easily. She kind of what we call in pediatrics flips her lid really easily. She's always been really anxious. She's always had difficulty sleeping. She's always been really sensitive to sensory things. She always has needed to suck on her fingers. Even now, even though she doesn't want to, she does. She has always needed to rub on her tummy, like on her belly button. She just stopped doing that like a year ago. And she's been upset by the fact that she's different over time. And she has a hard time socially. She's part of a social group at school to try to learn a lot of skills. And I was talking with my friend the other day because she is right now in the process of having an evaluation, in-person objective evaluation for high-functioning autism and for ADHD. She has seen in the past a psychiatrist. She's seen multiple therapists. We've gone to parent coaches. She's talked with her pediatrician. We've seen an occupational therapist. We've gone to a sleep specialist. We've really gone to all the people in the world, <laughs> feels like, to try to figure out who she is and how we can best help her. She's on two medications that she takes. And at this point, now that she's turned eight, we decided that we wanted to understand even more objectively, even more concretely who she is because she can do testing. So she could do like a formal autism evaluation that takes two days plus a bunch of surveys from her teachers and from her pediatrician and everybody gives input. And it's like this super, super formal evaluation. So we're doing it and I'm waiting for the results. She had it done. Now I'm just sitting here waiting. I'm going to hear back in about a week. So two weeks ago, right after she had it done and my friend was in town, who's one of my best friends from medical school. And she came to visit and she's someone who just always it's like a no BS meter. <laughs> so other people I can 
put shine it on, right? And she's one of those people who sees right through me. And I'm sure you guys have those friends too, who are just like, you love it and you hate it at the same time because you just can't put anything past them. So we're talking about this and she's asking me how I felt about it and, you know, saying it must be a little bit tough to be waiting for this. And she's right. And I was trying to explain why. And I said, it just came out of my mouth. I didn't even plan it, obviously. I said, you know, part of her having autism, if we have that diagnosis, will be a relief for me because then I'll know that none of this is my fault. Because when you have a child who's neurodivergent, you feel a lot of the time like there must have been something that you did that's your fault to make things this way. And my daughter is beautiful and creative and sweet and kind and she's an empath and all of those amazing things. But man, we have had some tough moments as we've tried to navigate as a family what it means to have someone who's really so high needs. And when that happens, you start searching for what did I do? You know, did I have a drink before I realized I was pregnant? And that messed things up for lack of a better term. Is it because my husband and I aren't perfect? And when they were born that, you know, we had arguments when they were here as babies Is it that I have anxiety myself and I was too anxious when I was around her as a new mom and I had postpartum depression and anxiety and that affected her and she read my neurons and we were just like energetically not in a great space together when she was first born? What is it? Is it the different foods that she ate? Is it her lack of sleep in the first several months, which you know, was because she couldn't sleep, but was it because I didn't get her the right gear to make her sleep as well as she could have? And part of what I do at Modern Mommy Doc is really born out of that experience that I had when I was younger and a new mom of really feeling that pressure of like searching the internet and feeling like I need to find a solution for this. And I know intellectually that this is not my fault but still there's some little seed inside of me, some little part inside my heart that holds on to that, that holds on to maybe it was because my husband and I had this really big fight the night before she was born about his needs and about my needs. And it's before we really came together on trying to work together and bring more equity Maybe her cortisol levels were through the roof and my cortisol levels were through the roof, that stress hormone. And maybe that's why she came when she did. And maybe that's the way that she is, why she is, how she is. Maybe that's it. You know how like in high school, you could join different clubs depending on your interests or things people were into. I wasn't really that much of a club person when I was younger, but these days it feels like having a tribe of other working moms around me is so, so valuable. And it's hard to do in real life because we're all scattered and busy and have our separate lives. We have designed the Modern Mamas Club to be that club, that tribe, that support network for you. And we 
didn't want it just to be about what are the ways we can help you to be an awesome professional or what are the ways we can help you to be an awesome mom, but also what are the ways we can help you to remember who you are as an individual person? Voila, welcome. The Modern Mamas Club is on the scene. It's a community of mamas to support you, 24 access to our video library, live events, workshops, hangouts, relatable mom rooms and discussions, and a resource library and recommendations from yours truly, Dr. Whitney. Go check it out at modernmommydoc.com. And I sat across from my friend, my sweet friend, who held onto my hand and looked me in the eyes as I literally sobbed in the restaurant full of people (laughs) eating pancakes and having coffee and looked in my eyes and said, Whitney, this is not your fault. If she has autism, that's not your fault. If she has anxiety, that's not your fault. How could it be? How could it be? If it's because you have anxiety, that's the way you're wired. That's not your fault. That's genetics. If it's because you and Scott had an argument, that's because you were learning how to put yourself in the center of your life. You were trying to set a boundary around yourself, and that was a good thing. If it's because you had postpartum depression, that's because of your hormones. That's because of sleep deprivation. That's because there's misogyny in the world. And that made it so that you were the only one who was responsible for your baby at a time when you really needed the help of other people. But this message that you're telling yourself that it's your fault, that is a lie. No matter what the outcome is of her diagnosis, Of course, we can influence who our children become. We can influence the path that they take, but we are not in control of who they are. We are not in control of the ultimate humans that they become. We can influence. We can promote certain things and promote other things. But Whitney, you are the mom that she was supposed to have. And it's not your fault. You can release that. I had a mom who came into clinic and her child was having panic attacks. And she has another child who has severe health issues, medical health issues. And she has needed to lean in to that other younger child for the past five years. And this older child now is having panic attacks in part because COVID and in part because she's a teenager and her hormones are going crazy and in part because she hasn't had all of the focus and attention that she has needed from her mom because her mom has been taking care of this younger child who has severe medical problems. When I talked with some of the other colleagues at my practice, a few of them were quick to say, well, it's pretty obvious. It's because the mom wasn't able to give this kid attention. And so that's the reason why this kid is having panic attacks. And I thought, oh my goodness, what a heavy weight to put on someone who was trying her best 
to juggle like we all are. This person is a working mom. This person is a single mom. This person has a child who she has needed to take, a younger child, to medical appointments and to therapists and to occupational people and to physical therapy, like to all of these people. And I know that this mom would not wish this for herself, that she would have this heavy burden of taking care of a special needs kid, but she does. What was she supposed to do? And I guarantee you that this mom loves her older child. I guarantee you, knowing this mom for the past 12 years, that she has been pouring into this older child the best she can. Did she do it perfectly? No. Is it her fault that her child is having panic attacks? No. Is she caught in the middle and stuck as a modern working woman who based off society's mandates, is fully responsible for childcare in a pandemic, fully responsible for making sure that she leans in at work so she doesn't lose her job, trying to preserve the shreds of career that she has worked for, desperate to make sure that her younger child doesn't end up in the hospital, and wanting to make sure that her three other children, mind you, are taken care of in some way, shape, or form. Yes. Is it her fault? No. Is it your fault when you are not the mom that you hope that you would be? No. Is it your fault? However your kids end up. No, it's not all on you. Is it your responsibility as a working mom to do the best that you can to build awareness of what your needs are, to build awareness of when you are getting reactive versus able to be responsive, and to take steps to put yourself at the center of your life so that for yourself and for your kids, you can thrive in the best way possible given the circumstances of your life 100%, right? That part is your responsibility. But if you're doing that, even if you're not doing it perfectly, if that's your goal, if that's the path you're on, if that's your intention, if you're doing the work to try to make that happen, then you are doing the only thing that you are responsible for. And you got to let the rest go. I am so grateful to have people in my life who call me, who continue to call me on my BS when I am being critical of myself, when I am putting too much pressure on myself for things that are completely out of my control. No matter what my child's diagnosis ends up being in the end, her final diagnosis I'm still the same amazing mom that I was before that diagnosis came to be. My child is the same neurodivergent, differently wired, totally challenging, totally amazing, totally wonderful kid that she always was. I can say the same for you too. Until next time, mama. I'm here for you. 
Hey mama, if you want more of the Modern Mommy Doc podcast, make sure that you click subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We'd also be so honored if you shared with your friends and on social media with the hashtag Modern Mommy Doc. If you share about something that inspired you or that you learned from the podcast, we'll be sure to share it on our social media as well. Thanks for listening.